0: Welcome to the On Point Podcast, a channel dedicated to helping you be the best hunter you can be. On Point is designed to help motivate and inspire you to get more out of yourself and your gear during your next hunt. If you're looking for information that will directly impact your success and help inspire you to go on new adventures, whether you're hunting with a bow or a rifle, On Point is the channel for you. everyone hopefully you're all doing well it's uh, pretty much in the middle of hunting season whether it's bow rifle pretty much most states have an open season right now and i wish everybody the best of luck and if you haven't already tagged out keep after it and hopefully you guys can make some great memories but uh, for this episode derek finds his way back on to the show to talk about bear hunting and this is another area where he has a lot of success and he helps other people get their first bears. And he gets after it a lot harder than the average person. So uh, I in the episode, I mentioned wanting to get away from the typical south-facing slope, no road in the bottom, that's where you should go hunt. Because, you know, very rarely does that actually ever apply to, <laughs> to where I find bears. And I, I challenged uh, Derek and I to come out with some information that will help folks kind of get away from that little box and start getting into some real-world um, actual tips that will help people get into more bears and start putting more bears on the ground. And I think we did that. Uh, we, we agreed pretty much on everything, all the ways that he hunts, uh, very similar to the way that I hunt and he's just getting away from people more and he's getting into more bears, but you'll hear that in the episode. I really hope this one helps you fall spring doesn't matter. Um, all of these tips, we go through all of it in this episode and, uh, leave me a review let me know what you think let me know what you like if you have something to add uh, leave a comment with that review get yourself entered in these giveaways that I'm doing and then also if you want to see more content on YouTube just type in my name Garrett Weaver I'll pull right up I have like well over 100 videos now I think it doesn't feel like I have that many but I have over 100 videos on there a lot of archery focused stuff Um, but on the podcast we are going to start hitting some rifle stuff Um, some bullet stuff and really start getting into a more broad um, aspect of hunting we've really focused on the archery aspect but now we're going to start transferring into covering rifles as well which i'm excited to because i'm also a gun guy (laughs) so all right guys well i will see you at the end of the episode enjoy all right so now we are back uh, from elk burgers. Oh, they were good. They were really good. <laughs> I'm glad you liked them, man. It, it, I really, you know, my, most of my freezer is elk burger. I showed you. It's it looks ridiculous, but when it tastes that good and you have it, I I, I expect to have it every week, multiple times a week.
1: Oh, absolutely. That's uh, <laughs> I might be coming over here. to Those elk burgers are hey, quite good.
0: <laughs> I am I am down for for helping and, and cooking and stuff. So, uh, I probably literally have close to 200 packages of, of elk burger. Dude. I I. There's a lot in there, man. Well, I didn't take in take into account that like, you're adding meat to elk meat when you're making burger. So I got like 50 percent more than what I was expecting because I'm like I just forgot that you're adding meat to the burger or to your elk. So you're obviously going to have more mass, and so
1: yeah. So then it just increases your, exactly. your your elk meat in your, exactly. your freezer. Yeah, wow.
0: it's yeah. I was like, man, that's a big elk. <laughs> uh, but we're not talking about elk on this episode. We are talking about bears. Yep, and uh, I had to open my big fat mouth at the beginning of the year, after having a good good year on bears last year. I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm I got this, Dad. Yeah, this stuff is dialed. I got this. I'm gonna shoot three bears with my bow this year. Nobody does that. I'm yeah. gonna do that. I I got this. And because uh, I passed up like six or eight last year with my bow, mm. you know, no, no studs or anything. You know, one twenty fives, one fifties, ones that I'd already shot a little one. I want to shoot another one um i didn't i got one opportunity at a bear last year and sound familiar i was sick and so i gave the shot to anthony and that was the only shot i had at a good bear last year and it was like a 450 yard shot so i never even got in bow range of a bear last year i i screwed myself before season season even got here i cursed myself (laughs) Uh, so but you had a great year
1: Oh, I uh, I love bears. <laughs> bears are a blast to hunt. They are. Um, you know, it's that spring season is so much fun. I think that's probably your biggest camaraderie when you're going out with people. <laughs> um, it's warm. You're yeah. joking around. It's like the most non-serious hunt that yes. you can possibly do. And uh, I think I like that more in deer hunting.
0: You know, I do too. And it's because I can walk around. I can slam the truck door, you know, because I'll walk, you know, I won't park on landing, I'll walk to the landing and it's just it's just fun. It's it's no pressure if you if you screw it up, it's fine, you know, like we'll find another one. Oh yeah. Uh, not this year, but <laughs> but <laughs> it's 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 just really fun and you you I love bears because they're so special. Every time you see one, for me it's just a really special time just to watch it and just see what they do. They're not like any other animal in the woods. No, Garrett. not no. at all. They have their own personalities. Um, they they don't act like other animals. They, they don't look anything like any other animals. They are completely their own unique thing. I mean, they are so freaking cool. It's almost a shame we shoot them. But they taste good. They are a great game animal, and they're challenging. Uh, for a guy that actually wants to go out and say, I want to harvest a boar. Well, now you have to get good at figuring out without antlers, without horns, Without a rack, what's a boar look like? You know, what's a what's a sow look like? And for me, that's that's the really fun part is finding the bears because sometimes it it takes me a while to find a bear. You know, you you saw them pretty much every time you. It's
1: there, it, yeah. The the amount of bears that are actually in the woods right now it's silly. It, it's it's ungodly. Yeah. I mean, it it is way more than what needs to be granted for guys like us that like to bear hunt. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Because we, we go out there and we see two to three, five bears every day. Um, you can be more selective. But it for the population and with the the deer and the elk and all the fawns and stuff, it is not good to have that many bears. No. Put things in perspective for
0: you. If you look at the uh, ODF and W's uh, game populations, we have more bears than antelope and mountain goats.
1: God, that's insane, isn't that? Yeah, it does not surprise <laughs> me at all. Um, you know, we were yeah. joking about this, is because the first week of season, you know, we were seeing more bears than we were, you know, elk. Really? Yeah, it's like that's just silly. Oh, there's it's. I think just during the archery season. Um, I mean, it was joke. We've obviously seen more um mm-hmm. the elk, but it's like I I think I've seen fifteen bears since the archery season. Really? Yeah. See, I saw twenty six last year,
0: and that made me so happy, and um. I was seeing them even when I wasn't even trying. I was just like we were driving to Coos Bay one day. And you know where the speed track is? Yep. yep. Right off the highway. Yep. We saw a bear swim across the river as we're driving by, and so I swing out at the first like wide spot and video it swimming across the river, crossing that highway there and going um, on the other side of the highway. Is like God, that's hilarious. Hell, right in the middle of
1: the day. It's just like man. There's a lot of bears in Oregon. There is. I know. I think I told you before this. I thought about you the other day. Uh, <laughs> I was walking out from a, a stock I put on a, a nice little bull, and uh, come up with this rise and go down to this part of this unit. I look, I heard this noise, and uh, I was like, God, what's that? Well, just popped around this reprod tree, and here's this really nice bear chewing on this stump at like I think it was like, like 13 feet, you know, something like that. I'm like, God, I wish Garrett was here. He could have totally whacked this thing with his I bow. Would've. I would have. I would have.
0: Man, you know, I given up. When when we can get into it here in a second, but when the rifles start going off is when I I, I just give up. I quit seeing them. Yeah, yeah when right when deer season gets here, first the first Saturday closest to the beginning of October, I just don't even look for them anymore. Yep, same, it's just not even worth it. You know, they are very spooky animals, and and they don't. They're like elk. They don't want to be pressured. They don't want to be chased, and they don't want to be shot at. But um, I, I, I think that they really do kind of like a old blacktail buck. They change their habits when they get shot at enough, uh, with a gun. Yep. Uh, earlier in the year, you can still shoot at one miss and then come back and he'll probably be there later. Um, but you start getting enough pressure and enough people driving around and enough gunshots going off in that area. You say goodbye.
1: You know? Yeah. It's they're, they're weird. And the other thing I've noticed that's very odd is the amount of bears that, continue to move into one area mm. you know it's, I, I don't know how you know i know bears they kind of stay like I, I love going out and when you go scout for bears is biggest thing is look for sign is you're checking stumps mm-hmm. you know if there's a lot of stumps that are tore up that's obviously a spot you want to go you know and sit on in the morning sit on in the evening wait till dark whatever and those bears will come out you know make sure to check you know the slopes that got lots of feed into them but like this year uh we shot between um, I think three of a uh, three or four of us, um, hunting this one area, we shot three bears out of one unit.
0: Yeah, we shot four. Not to be a one upper. Last year we shot four little ones. They're not the yeah. quality of bears you guys are killing. Four little ones. Um, I think the biggest one might have been pushing two hundred. Yeah. Uh, out of one unit.
1: Yo, dude, it's crazy. You know, it's like one. There's so many bears. That it's just a constant flow. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's way too many. I mean, like,
0: a lot. Yeah. yeah. I,
1: this year, um, you know, I wasn't too picky. My, my brother this is his first year, you know, getting out to hunt, and I had so much fun hunting with him. <laughs> um, and I, so I, I wasn't too picky. I shot the first small boar that I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, dude, I'm talking like maybe 160 pounds, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's just a small bear, but uh, I wanted to get one out of the way. It was like the first week or whatever of the spring season. And, uh, I took my brother out and it's just like, there's bears everywhere. He got his first one. Um, you know, my buddy Joey shot one, uh, my friend Matt, both of his kids got, kids got a bear mm-hmm. and it's just, they're absolutely everywhere.
0: Yeah. You know? Well, I'll tell you, there seems like more and more people are getting into the spring bear hunting. I even had a guy tell me that I was the problem what with them selling out faster. Really? Yeah. Cause I posted about it.
1: Oh, gotcha. And, uh, he's like, don't post them. I'm like. Buy it, dude. They sell out the same time every year. <laughs> yeah, There's, I, it's no different. Here's a tip: buy them
0: in December. That's what I do. Buy them, yeah. Buy them in December. You will never worry about not getting a bear tag. No, period. And they are actually proposing going to a draw. I heard that. Yeah, hear that's that. that's in the works, and I think it's gonna come. I'm, you know, some guys are a fan of it. Some guys aren't. I am more uh, of a fan of neither of those and going to a quota. Yep. Because uh, we're not hitting the quota. And you might as well get as many people as you can out there. Yeah, the competition's going to go up. Yes, small bears are going to get shot. Yes, that's going to be part of it. And and that sucks, right? More hunting pressure. A lot of smaller bears are going to be getting killed. But we need to manage these things better. Yeah. There's too many of them.
1: Yeah, it's, you know, like... You'll like just like this year is. I spring season was a blast. Going into fall season mm-hmm. is uh, it's awesome. You know I could see if they did an additional spring tag, mm-hmm. so you can kill four bears a year. That mm-hmm. would be awesome. I could see that. Yeah, that would be something that that could help with the quota part. Um, you know, because I shot my spring bear and then rolled into fall bear for archery season, mm-hmm. and uh, all of a sudden there's even more bears out. Right. You know I shot uh, a really nice old old bear um, on the ninth. Uh, or on the 8th, bought my additional and shot a bear on the (laughs) 9th. You know, back to back, and it's, you know, still seeing bears everywhere. Yeah, It's fun. I mean, they're fun to hunt. I love bear hunting, Mm -hmm. but you really shouldn't be seeing that many.
0: No, and uh, it's just, and to piggyback off of your spring bear idea, um, a lot of the problem with, with our draw system, and they've proven it now, is that there's a lot of anti-hunters buying these tags and letting them go to waste. Yep. Like I've heard of as high as 30%, 40% of these tags. And that's why you have these really, really horrible, and that's why I'm saying go to a quota. That will fix it. It will. And and they're doing it to youth tags. They're doing it to spring bear tags. They're doing it to controlled tags. They're not doing it to general season, obviously, because that don't matter. But um, there's a problem there that we need to address, and that quota... Just a kill quota. Once you hit that kill quota, which we won't hit, go to that. You know, like go to that. And they're even talking about some other stuff, which I I don't know if I agree with. But um, let's get into targeting black bears because you've really got this thing dialed in. Um, I don't. Here's what I don't want. I don't want and and if you were gonna go here, I'm sorry. I don't want south facing slopes, and I don't want. No units with roads in the bottom because that's what everybody oh, dude, says.
1: I that is the two things I do. I don't even pay attention to. <laughs> Neither do I because the reason for this is bears live where they want to live. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't, and especially like logging sites. Dude, I've gotten more bears right next to a logging site, active logging site where they are working mm-hmm. because they love that terrain. You know, I don't pay attention to the south slopes, the roads. You know, if there's a road in the bottom, perfect, because that means you can roll the bear down on the road. (laughs) You know, Uh. um, when I go out there, I probably the first part of spring bear season, those bears are just starting to get out. Mm -hmm. So what I go and I look around is I hit every unit that I can possibly find in my area. Mm -hmm. You know, check the stumps, check, you know, see if things are tore up. Um, you can tell from the year prior to the newer, those stumps are going to be a lot more orange that are ripped open. Um, start looking for feed. Um, look for, you know, and, and the crazy thing is, is bears aren't just going to be in the taller reprod units that you're normally going to think a bear will be in. They will be in everything. Mm-hmm. I've shot more bears in a wide open dead unit yep. than I have with the bears actually in a taller reprod unit. Yeah. You know, they... Feed where there's most, you know, there, there's a lot of feed, and a lot of times those newer dead units is there's bugs. Mm-hmm. Bugs are going to be inside the stumps and in, in the sticks. Um, there's going to be some minerals in that uh, open soil for them to feed through. Is hone in where you see the majority of the sign, and like I, you know, before is be a creature uh, or you know, a creature of. Um, Right? It. yeah i've it, mm-hmm. and go back every single day hit the same spots be there the same time and if you're noticing that there's more and more bear sign um and you're just not seeing them well how long are you staying how early are you getting there mm-hmm. you know if they're if you're not seeing them in the evenings maybe try the morning hunt hmm. you know and that's what i do and i try to eliminate any process or any possibility of when these bears are coming out and eventually you will see them you know, find the sign and just keep hammering that same area, and you will turn up bears guaranteed. So it sounds yeah, because from
0: what I've seen, a lot of guys are hunting certain spots. And and granted, I get in ruts where I check the same spots. I'm not seeing any bear sign, but it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And like oh, there's so much grass and so much green grass and water in the bottom and this and that and that. But I'm not seeing anything. Yeah, you gotta like you said, hunt the sign. Yeah, find the sign and. What what kind of things are you looking for besides maybe um, a bark being pulled off a log or anything? Is there anything else a guy can find?
1: Yeah, you. I mean, you can kind of. Uh, you know, it's it kind of depends. Is majority of the bear sign that you will find will be that um, you know the, the where the logs are tore up or the feed, um, but try to find those little pockets that are like hid. Mm-hmm. You know, you can look at a unit or, or get different angles. That's a, that's a great example. Yeah, that's one thing I was is. There's so many different ridges throughout a unit. There's so many little pockets, um, you know, where bears hide. And just because you sit there for an hour in a wide open unit doesn't mean the next 20 minutes a bear can stand up. Right. You know, I took uh, um, one of my friends, Ty. We never get to hunt together. He's always busy, and so we went out for just an evening bear hunt. Spent some great time together. Hadn't seen each other for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a unit that I've killed plenty of bears in, and there's always bears that are in that unit. We got there, I don't know, about 30 minutes before daylight, just coming back from another spot. Mm-hmm. And we glassed and glassed and glassed until our eyes fell out. And we're like, well, maybe it's <laughs> not going to happen tonight, uh-huh. you know. And sure enough, all of a sudden, one little finger or draw in the middle with blackberries, sure enough, this big bear stood out. Really? J- yep, stood straight up, started walking through the unit. Hmm. And uh, Ty made a great shot on it. Hmm. And so, you know, spending that extra couple hours at a spot um, – You know, blackberries are huge. You know, find if you have a spot that has blackberries in it, um, maybe look that over a couple more times. Yeah. Well, how many times do you see somebody that leaves
0: a unit, somebody goes right in the bear behind them and shoots a bear? Oh, I do that all the time. You know, it's just I I know a guy um, out where we hunt, and he, he these kids came off this landing, and he's like, yeah, we've just been here for half an hour. Nothing's here. Like, you're wasting your time. They went there. Last I think for like a couple minutes and then out walks this 350 pounder just yep. a toad and they roll him you yep. know and just there he was you yeah know? it's
1: they're uh they're awesome creatures you know and and that's why I get so excited about bear hunting is because like you said before it's just so much fun mm-hmm. you know you're out there and it's probably the most laid-back hunting <laughs> um that you can possibly do is you're you're out there you're you're looking for bears you're seeing all the deer you're seeing the elk Um, it's warm, you know, you're having fun with probably some of your best friends. Yeah. Um, it's literally one of the best. It's not very physically demanding. And, you know, if you're just driving around checking
0: units, driving to landing, to landing, to landing, anybody can do that. Oh yeah. Anybody. And it's just, you know, for me, when I find a bear that I'm not going to shoot, it's hard for me to leave that bear because I just love watching him so much. And that sounds probably, maybe sounds weird um but it's just so cool when you see one i mean i last year um i was running into bears almost every trip and i was like kim have you ever seen a bear and she's like yeah i'm like not at the zoo she's like no i've never seen a bear and then like let's go and then a half an hour later we were we were on a bear i nicknamed digger Mm -hmm. and uh, i wasn't gonna shoot him He wasn't very big but 200 yards we watched him for half an hour at 200 yards and it was like the coolest thing and you know she was She was done after like 10 minutes. She's like ready to go home. I'm like, this is so cool. Well, well, that's (laughs)
1: another thing that you say is what's fun to watch is there's so many sows and cubs, Mm -hmm. um, which is another problem with the bear population, but uh, it is very fun to watch Mm -hmm. how those bears, you know, interact with their young. Yeah, And, uh, you know, you see guys, I don't know if you have a phone scope or whatever and use a, a spot and scope, but to... To sit there and zoom in and watch, you know, pretty much any animal, I guess, but to watch bears and how they act and how they use their, their paws and stuff, yeah. it, it's amazing. That would I mean, be the
0: one animal I'd rather watch in a phone scope would be a bear.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: Yeah. And the way that, like you said, the way they interact with everything, I mean, they will eat a tree. They mm-hmm. will eat it. They'll eat the um, the cambium layer off the trees, yep. um, pine cones. They'll, they'll, they'll reach up and grab things. They'll sit on their butt and just be a fat, lazy bear. It's just really cool. You don't get that with anything else. No. And, you know, some people, it's a hot button. You know, it's a predator. It's it's a teddy bear. It's it's this. It's that. Well, you know, how many people did we have killed by black bears last year? Actually, there was a handful. Not in Oregon. Yeah. But, um, you know, there's a young kid that was killed by one. He was, uh, I'm not sure if he was running um, a race or something. But a young kid. I mean, we had a few people, I think, killed by black bears in 2017. That's crazy. It's crazy, and now we have cougar problems here. I know we somebody. It's well, a second
1: fatality. So far this year, I want to say, <clears throat> between all of us, we've seen. I personally have seen two cougars. Really? Um, one just a couple weeks ago, or a couple, yeah, a week ago, ran across the road in front of us on the way down. Um, our buddy has called in, uh, or my, between two guys called in two cougars. Shot at one. Um, Elk hunting. So, yeah. Really? Yeah. I th- we've probably seen probably around you know five with us and another guy he's seen two in the same spot where we were at and killed one really yeah it's, they're they're getting way too populated they are and they're running and i know this sounds so stupid they're running in packs they are yeah he <laughs> saw two together and shot one and then our buddy came back from when he shot his elk and yeah. that other cat ran across the road yeah.
0: i'm not a cougar expert but i know those things are usually supposed to, supposed to be solo and if it's not a um a sow or whatever you call them a tom and a uh, what's I don't know a female uh, cougar? Yeah. Uh, dead. Yeah, dead. <laughs> uh, but you know it. They're, they're running in packs. you'll see. her a five cougar in a trail pan trail cam picture, and that's not becoming uncommon anymore. Like no. that'd be like cra- a crazy photo. Well, now you see those almost every month, three, four cougars in one photo. Well, shoot!
1: Now they heard that all the wolf packs are in Oregon. That they thought they'd pack <laughs> up as well. I wonder if they'll get in a fight and they'll just kill all each other. God, that'd know? be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Alien versus Predator going
0: on. There you go. (laughs) So with Oregon, uh, we have the uh, spring season, which is a first-come, first-serve limited.
1: Yep, unless you do the draw for Eastern tags. Unless you do the draw for Eastern tags. And tell me how that works. So I've never actually been one to put in for any Eastern Oregon tags, Mm -hmm. but I believe you have a certain date to put in, which is actually before the normal draw. Uh Um, And they have quite a few units. I mean, like some of your ones – yeah, I think like should not even know which over east ones they do tags for. Uh, I'm not sure. We'll just we'll just say Mount Emily. Yeah, like a Mount Emily one. Yeah, um, they give a certain amount of tags for that one. Um, it should be the same season as normal spring bear, but there's just a limited amount of tags for those. Right. Um, I've always wanted to go do that just because you have such a high chance of killing a color phase mm-hmm. and I think those are probably one of the prettiest bears you get the the blondes and mm-hmm. the um, you know like the darker cinnamons or whatever the case is I've heard theories about color phases um, from scientists
0: scientific people versus unscientific people and some folks say it's the amount of sunlight that they get um, how open their environment is some say it's genetics and some say it's um, just like the uh, the type of minerals and stuff that they're eating and stuff, it, so. it
1: changes like the pigmentation of their yeah, skin. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because I know some areas that we hunt, um, like that. That's my first black bear, um, and I trimmed a ton of it off. I mean, it looks like a tiny, tiny, tiny bear. It's actually bigger than it looks. It was a, it was almost a two hundred pound bear. Uh, but that was my first uh, bear, and it's it's beautiful, blondish. Yeah, so you you got some top. cool blonde on him. It's one of the prettiest bears I've ever seen. But there's areas that I hunt like that. Where you'll be lucky to see a black bear. Yeah. They are, like, they're all like that. And you'll go 30 miles north, and then they're all black. It's crazy. Like, yeah. over at the coast, good luck finding a cinnamon bear, man. Good yeah, luck. I
1: yeah, I've uh, I've been fortunate, and, you know, the only opportunity I've had to kill out a bear that, or shoot a bear that ha- was a different color than black was I shot a really nice chocolate. Really? And uh, that, I mean, I've never, I mean, that was the only chocolate i've really really seen i've seen other ones that are like you know that cinnamon color yeah but this was like a dark milk chocolate look and it was cool bear and that's that's what i was telling you. i was getting the half life size of mm, I um would too because i probably will never shoot one again yeah um but it's yeah they're they're very uncommon i guess for around here um you know it'd be cool to get over some of that eastern stuff and and see if I couldn't get a a blonde one where
0: you and I uh hunt over east there's a lot of chocolates over there, really yeah we uh we had eight bears killed uh near our camp two year two or three years ago um eight bears killed in like yeah. a five mile
1: radius around our camp and I think almost all of them were chocolates. That's crazy. That yeah. one that we saw this year. Um, it was a pretty big bear, but uh, you know, I' just luck to draw that one was only a, a black bear, but um, <laughs> did you see
0: I, that video of that guy shooting right over that big chocolate bear this year? I didn't it was like a four hundred four hundred plus chocolate it was bear. an archery rifle rifle, God, that's crazy, yeah, yeah, and it was over on the coast, even, yeah, I believe it was on the coast, and it was a giant giant. That's a once in a lifetime bear. Oh, dude, absolutely. Not just because of the size. That's big bear because of the size, but because of, of the then you get size. A, then you get a chocolate. Yeah, those bears don't last that long. They no, get shot way quicker.
1: I think was it our uh, my friend uh, Michelle? She killed. She's like the bear. She that's all she does is bear hunt. Oh, her, really? uh, Yeah, her husband's the one that owns the taxidermy shop up oh. in Codge Grove, Wisely's Wildlife Art. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And the bear she killed this year was a freaking toad. Really? Oh, uh, it was, and it was a cinnamon, I believe. Oh. And it was like a 400-and-something pound cinnamon bear. And that bear did not want to die. Really? No, she filled that thing full of lead perfectly, <laughs> and it just sat there and took it. Yeah, It was just such a big old bear that it was uh, it was not going down without a fight. Out of all the
0: big game animals, I think bears are the number one lost animal out there. And it's because of shot placement. And I'll, I'll – you know, Some people may not agree. Some people may agree. I think the guys that bear hunt more will agree um, that a larger caliber, the better. Um, what's a large caliber? The lar- biggest caliber that you have that you can shoot accurately. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Just,
1: I just built a Lapua. Uh, yeah,
0: he's, he's got a Lapua out there. And <laughs> uh, and I am a big fan of shoulder shooting them. Yeah. Taking their running gear out of them. Because you can shoot them great. Um, you can shoot them right behind the shoulder, which is probably too far up. Hot up front, yeah, because their their vitals are actually a little farther back, mm-hmm. uh, but they'll still go and they won't bleed. And if you take their running wheels or their you know their running gear out, you may need a follow up shot, but you're gonna get the bear.
1: Yep. Yeah, it's a. Uh you know, and, and I, I've been very fortunate. I've killed three bears, I think, with my bow. Mm, really? Um, d- dur- yeah, just during the archery elk season. Mm. Um, nothing big. I mean, I think they've all been around the 150 pounds. But That's cool. Sh- shooting a bear with a bow is awesome. Yeah. And uh, they have died. The ones that I've shot, you know, with a rifle that weren't a shoulder shot and dropped them, mm-hmm. the bears that I've shot with a bow have died faster and easier than shooting one with a rifle behind the front shoulder. And having them just have that instant adrenaline spike and just running, um, you know, that, it's just, they're freaking insane.
0: They are, and they're really tough. And there's been a lot of videos on Facebook and YouTube where people shoot them right behind the shoulder, tucked like perfect shot for an elk or a deer. Yeah. And that bear is gone. Good luck finding them because they don't, they bleed, but they're fat. I think, I think it's their fat and their fur. Seals that right up. Seals it right up, yeah. And it's it's tough. You you really gotta methodically place that bullet. Uh, we know we lost a really nice 250 pound bore this year, and uh, it just was a quarter two shot, and it wasn't probably. You know, I'm not a big fan of quarter two shots on 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 them because you're not getting both shoulders, and you're not getting. I don't I don't feel like you're getting enough. And we didn't have probably a big enough. We were using a 308 and i think with a bigger caliber things might have went differently i'm th- i'm thinking like a 300 rum or a yeah. 338 lapua um i know guys that i'm not going to say names but i know guys that use 50 cals yeah um and they just take them off their feet
1: yeah well how i look at this and you know people can bash on the you know you don't need anything bigger than a 270 or you know you don't need anything bigger than a .30-06. and yeah that that may be correct right but um shot that bear with a 243 and it went 30 yards exactly yep but how I look at it is, you know, we work so hard to go out there and it's not fair for that animal right. to be suffering. I mean, it's, I kind of joke about it, but I, I really do have a kind heart <laughs> when it comes to animals. It's the biggest thing I i cannot watch animals suffering, you know, people may laugh about that because, you know, I, I hunt a lot. And I shoot a lot of animals, but for having compassion for an animal right. is one of the best things that we as hunters are proud of. You know, we go out there and we take these animals' life, so we deserve the animal deserves for us to respect it. Mm-hmm. And so, I I spend the extra money and I I, I built a 338 Lapua and and I, I have the big gun. But the reason why I do that is because I may lose some meat on a front shoulder, or I may lose something on on a bear uh, meat wise, but that bear is not going to suffer, and I will be bringing home meat to my family. Right? You know, I. I I do everything that I can to to put the odds in my favor. So if I can hit that bear with a you know three hundred grain bullet or two hundred and eighty grain eighty five grain bullet, right. something that's going to get some knockdown power, is it's it's you know not fair for me to shoot a, a a bear and be tracking it for the next day with a small caliber bullet. Right. You know I'm going to put everything in my favor to to get that bear done out, um, you know, and, and not suffer. I think we were using like a
0: 150 grain SST and, and um, I've had great success with that. But if you're, it it really shot placement, really, it really does matter. I mean, that bear, it's dead, but you could not track it. You could not find it. And we have no idea where it went. Yeah.
1: I mean, but it's sad, but you know, and and people can debate (laughs) this all the time and, and uh you know guys that say oh i've never lost an animal in your life well that is awesome i am so happy for you that's what everyone wishes mm-hmm. but when you go out there and you hunt all the time you hunt every season you hunt elk deer bear it's going to happen it's going to happen yeah. you know you can't beat around the bush about it right something's going to go wrong and, and and they're they're freaking tough animals
0: yeah you know they're up there with elk and like i we were we were saying before I think they're the number one most lost animal and that's why I wanted to go over shot placement and really where you where are you going to put that bullet when it counts some guys aim for the heart um I and that's a pretty darn small (laughs) target you're aiming for yeah on something that could be moving or moving around bears don't stand around very often they're always constantly doing something I mean if you can get one to stand around for a little while that's great but they're typically feeding here feeding there feeding there walking They're sitting and they're moving around, you know, just doing stuff. They're doing something constantly. If you can find a sleeping bear, which I've seen a couple videos of guys posting that, um, like a bear sleeping on a log. I know. Um, That's pretty rare. I mean, they're always constantly moving. And so put it a little farther back off that shoulder if you don't want to go through the shoulder, if you don't think you have the right caliber or the right hand load or the load. I'd say go, you know, three ribs back off, four ribs back off that shoulder. I don't know how far you back yeah. you would aim, but center of the center on a bear is probably pretty close to where you want to go.
1: Yeah, you're not going to be going wrong there at all. And another thing, you know, when you're talking about placement with bears, if you are getting into that frontal shot or that quarter and two shot, is mm-hmm. be very cognizant of where your bullet's going to come out. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's in anything that you shoot at, whether it's a bow or rifle, you know, any animal that you're going to go try to harvest is understand where that bolt's going to go through. So then you can kind of base your shot off because, Mm -hmm. you know, if you, you know, or if he's quartering two and you're like, oh, I got to shoot him right behind the front shoulder. Yeah. Well, now you're going to clip maybe one lung and go back and gut punch him and, you know, and blow that. you're not going to find that. No. No. Maybe put that right on that tip of that shoulder right on the inside. Maybe put that X right through him. Yeah. Um, and you're going to have a way better chance of dumping that bear right there. Absolutely. Or getting all the vitals. Absolutely. You yeah. know, and, and I like how you brought up shooting the bear through the shoulders because, um, that's kind of my go-to when it goes to bears is because they are so tough mm-hmm. is break them down. Yeah. You know, break those bears down get them on the ground. If you have to do a follow-up shot and so be it. Yep. But I do not want to track those bears because the more majority of the time where you're hunting them, they're in a steep Canyon. They're in, uh, Tall reprod with tall fireweed. Yeah. They're right in the evenings. Um, and I don't know if you guys have tracked bears, but they can get <laughs> sketchy really fast if it those can. suckers are still alive when it's
0: in dark. It can. And there's actually been a guy that was attacked a few years ago. That probably 10 years ago out of Glide. Do you remember that? I, I do. I remember yeah. that. Uh, a, guy, a buddy called him said, hey, can you come help? He didn't bring a gun with him. Well, he ran into that bear, and it was still wounded, and it yep. got him.
1: Didn't kill him, but it, it. I think it got him and they backed out and they went back in there and yeah, killed it, didn't yeah. they? Yeah,
0: it made the news and everything. It yep. was on national news. And then folks came over here. Oh, do people get mauled by black bears, how vicious are they? And they're like, they're not. The guy didn't have a freaking gun and went after a wounded bear. Yeah. You, you know? <laughs> yeah, no. Blow it out of proportion. Exactly. Um, so, and, and I usually carry uh, a pistol with me when I go just in, you know, in case I get into some thick stuff and I'm looking for a bear. It's just a peace of mind, and, and you got to respect that even a cub can mess you up, man. Oh, yeah. I mean –
1: Well, that's uh, – um, you know, we're about just the size of a small animal uh-huh. is uh, you look at what, like, a house cat can do to you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Gosh, I hate those dang things. I mean, yeah. they'll latch on to you and just rip you to shreds, <laughs> and imagine what a small cub or a bear yeah. or a cougar can do to you that is yeah.
0: way bigger. I would put my money on a 60-pound cougar or cub versus a 100, 200-pound human. Yeah, I mean, it's just not the same type of strength. I mean, they have way more weapons than you do.
1: Yeah, and they're and they're designed for that. Yeah, you know, you're they're out there living. You know, and you know, granted, a bear and a cougar, they're going to be more up on the on the the food chain. Yeah. but they're designed to kill. That's that's how they live. Yeah, um, we're designed and, to use tools. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: so, well, let's get back into into some strategies here. So, uh, I you know earlier in the year um, in the spring, I really like evenings. The evenings seem to be the most productive for me. I've seen plenty in the mornings. Um, I've seen plenty in the middle of the day, but, um, honestly it's, it's my favorites, the evenings. Yep. What about you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and, um, if you guys go out and you're, you're really looking for bear, um, pay attention to this. The solar lunar candle or calendar is amazing. When you check in movement for bears, um, our golden rules, bears don't come out till six. And I can pretty much, I mean, we've proven that like all the time. You know, you'll get a couple of scragglers that'll come out a little bit before, mm-hmm. but bears won't come out till six yep. during that spring season. Um, we've seen them in the morning, but we really don't get too crazy on hunting springs bear in the morning. Neither do I. Um, I think they just sleep in a little bit more, to be honest. Yeah. Um, they're still in that process of, you know, getting all their, you know, systems working. They're getting out there, they're starting to eat, stretching their legs. The evening hunt is phenomenal. Um, you know, I'd say that six to the last you know hour of dark is you'll really see them start moving out. Yeah.
0: That's funny you say that because I was talking to a couple guys about that this year, and it's like I uh, you know for in our area it's like five thirty. Yeah, you better be where you want to be, and because you know we start seeing them about five thirty to six o'clock, and it's usually yeah. I mean, we're we're up in the woods at five, mm-hmm. and we are going to our spot, and we're there by five thirty. And, uh, and we usually were seeing bears as soon as we get to where we're going. Yep. I mean, it's a pretty finite line when those things start happening, move forward in that time of year, you don't have the berries. I'm focused on green greenery. I'm focused on lush. Um, I'm focused on logs, bark. Um, there's so it's, it's hard to focus on all this stuff when they literally eat everything. Yeah, no kidding. Um, I've seen them in complete, like you said, dead units. It's like, there's nothing here. And then they flip over a log, and then there's green sprouts yep. under, under the log. You know, you you have to think about what a, you just can't look at a unit and say there's nothing there. No, there's something in that thing. He's got a way better nose than you do. He can probably smell a grub in that bark. I don't know how far away. Yep. And, I, and the other big one is bees. Bees. They love yeah. bees' nests. Yep. 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 I just ran across three or four dug up bees' nests this year. Yep. Like it's like who he was he was here.
1: Yeah. Well. I, I have the worst luck when it comes to bees. I get stung more than anybody. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. I don't know why. I mean, they must uh, have, like, a straight hatred towards me. That's funny. But there's been two bears that I have shot that have been – that were literally – my luck, I shot this bear while it was chewing up a bee's nest. So I get down there, and it's a full swarm. Oh. And uh, my normal experience when it comes to bees. And so bears bear is just full all over his hide, and, uh, you know – the buddy i took this year on the fall tag um you know he's awesome kid um And uh, had a great time hanging out with him. Well, we went up just for fun, spent some time together, and and ended up killing a bear. Mm -hmm. And uh, we get down there, and sure as heck, that freaking bear was chewing up a stump when he (laughs) shot it. So I got literally, I got stung right underneath the (laughs) nutsack. Oh, man. I was like, really? (laughs) Out of my luck, and he's the one actually next to the bear. I'm just back there watching him, and they freaking came and stung me. That's funny. I got stung
0: for the first time in years this year, and it was. uh, I was quartering out that bowl, and uh, I didn't look where I was grabbing. I stuck my hand on the meat, and I grabbed a bee. And got your right yeah. Hand. First time I've been stung in probably ten years. Yeah, I mean I don't get stung very right often. I've been pretty lucky. I know some guys that got stung, and they were elk hunting this year. <laughs> they got stung pretty
1: bad. I, w- I wish I could say I didn't get stung. The last mm. last year, uh, spring bear um sometimes we'll go up we'll go fishing Hmm. um check uh, hit some little small little rivers or stuff that are up in there and uh i think i think it was last year my buddy was walking down and he jumped over this log to get down this bank and started casting well I was like oh it's fine i just walked the same thing well little i know he walked over there and freaking irritated (laughs) a paperness i got sung Uh, 17 times seriously yep
0: that's that stuff hurts
1: yeah i was bailing off into the river and he's (laughs) looking at me like dude why are you messing up the fishing (laughs) <laughs> why are you stepping on bees? Nest? I know. I'm like, guys, <laughs> not my fault.
0: Uh, so yeah, bees nests are a good one. Um, but I, I really focus on, um, I, actually what I quit doing is I quit judging or uh, preconceived ideas is what I called it. I'm not going to tell myself where the bears are going to be. They're going to tell me where they're going to yep. be. I check everything. I glass everything. Cause there's food for that bear. If there's a bear there, in uh, say maybe uh, for example, calling calling a bear, um, I've seen it, and I have heard a lot of other guys that have had the same experience. Where say, if you have a bear and you're calling to him, you get him interested, and then he runs into food before you get before he gets to you, like a patch of berries. He might stop there. Yep, probably stop right there and start chewing, unless you can get his attention back. Yep. I mean they're gonna get the closest nearest. They're a lot like a, They're gonna be closest nearest food source. Take an easy route if they can. You know they don't want it to go through bad nasty crap, and they don't want to go a long ways to go eat. No. they want to do it all close to home.
1: And that's another thing is you know getting back on the the evening hunts in that you know five to six you know uh, area is when you come like for new people that are going out in there bear hunting or whatever. When you get to that rope to a landing or something, we're gonna glass mm-hmm. is when you first get out there glass all of that timberline. That's mm-hmm. the first thing you look at because if there's a bear on that timber line, um, you don't wanna be wasting looking in the middle of the dang yeah. unit when there could be a bear already oh sees you and moves yeah. its way out. Right. So hit all of that and then once you start once you make sure you got that perimeter secure and there's nothing, you know, obvious, then go down and start breaking down the unit. Start looking at pockets, um, that you know there could be but for the majority of the time when you go out there, bears stand out. They do. I, you know. I
0: typically I'll look around for a few minutes just seeing what catches my eye yep. and then I'll I'll get the eye catchers first and then I do what you do. I glass the edges and the little pockets near the edges of the timber and then I'll start breaking apart the, the bushes and the blackberries seeing if I can't see something move or a leaf or something twitch or something yeah. to give me a sign that something's in there moving brush around and and uh it's just really cool because you never know, honestly, I mean, you never know where you could see a bear. Exactly. They could be in the most weirdest place. Yeah, or standing in the road. Standing, yeah. I mean, I had a bear I took a video of, and he walked uh, from 100 yards up to like 60 yards, and I was parked in the road just watching him, filming him, and uh, he's a tiny little bear, and he walked almost right up to me. I was like, what are you doing, yep. dude? And shushed him off. And then, <laughs> and then, it's like, you know, go, go grow a little bit, but... Um, that's spring bear season. You know, I, I, I cover a lot of ground and I, I'm out till dark. Um, I started, what I was doing is I would sit on a unit and I'd, I'd put all my eggs in that basket. But when I started covering more units and basically just hitting and quitting units as fast as I could, I could, I could start seeing more bears that way. And then really give focus to the units where I I knew that they were using. Yep. Um, but, but while still covering a lot of other units to give me more op- opportunities.
1: Yeah, and that, that's what, like I was saying at the beginning of this, is uh, that's when you're, you know, your first part of the spring season of scouting the units, going to everyone and looking, okay, what has the most sign. Uh-huh. So if you can limit, like what I do is I'll, I'll look at all of them and I'll probably limit it to about two or three and the good thing is, is there's there's quite a few logging units that are out there now. Yeah. So figure out a, a path. You know, find whichever you know whatever line that you're running on. Um. You know, off of like a, the main line of a, an area or a spur road or mm-hmm. some some line that has a bunch of units is okay. Say so hey, there are these three units that have tons of bear sign. You know, start getting in a a, a little pattern of just yeah. running those units. Yeah. And there's times that I'll go up there and uh, I'll look at the same units three or four times in the evening. Really? Yeah, get up there early. You know, cuz bear can come out early, they can come out later, they can Absolutely. come out, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I get up there and I'm just running I just back and forth, back and forth <laughs> and then then I'll be at one an hour before dark and sit. Okay, so you commit yeah, yep. like your then last I commit. hour to one. Yep. Yeah. And I keep you know, cuz spring season's quite a bit, you know, you get I think it was at like 2 months. Yeah. Um you know, once you start figuring out, then, you know, maybe run, you know, maybe run four evenings in a row on one unit. You know, if you're not seeing a bear in that unit, uh, okay, so run that again, but move it and move your hour to a different unit. Hmm. And pretty soon, you're going to start seeing stuff show up, yeah. you know. Uh, I know
0: later in the season, uh, when the calves start dropping and fawns start dropping, distress calls, calf calls, those will start bringing them in. Oh, Yeah. Um, I know uh, there's a, quite a few guys that wait for that late season just to start calling them in and it's pretty cool. I've called in an, uh, one bear with my bow and uh, I overshot him because I thought he was uh, 40 and it turned out he was like 30. Nice bear and everything. but then um, that was with my bow. Yeah, uh, obviously. but um, so calling can be effective. Um, I would I would probably wait till the calves until you start seeing calves and then maybe start calling. Um, don't do it in the beginning season because there's there's no calves. and yeah, they'd be like, no, you know, it doesn't make like, sense. Uh, what? Um, so that's that's spring bear season. So we fast forward. You have uh, June, July. That's typically when they're getting it on. Yep. And then you fast forward, and we um, have and shot We have shot uh, a few bears really early on in, in in the fall part of the season. Yep. And it opens August first and um i believe it opens august 1st
1: yeah yeah august 1st first yeah. yeah opening day at fall bear
0: and uh those those boars have zero fat on them have you seen that
1: yeah they're uh you find some of them that are pretty lean yeah. i mean which is i mean yes and no um right then you know it, they've just post went through rut. a ton of hot yeah. weather they just got their post rut yep. um and that's why i love you know sometimes i almost like the be, the first Two to two weeks of August... That's my favorite two weeks of ...is so much fun. Yep. And because you have, like you're saying, you got those bears that now, the post-rut, and mm-hmm. now they're going to be out feeding, and so then it don't matter. Morning, evening, yep. afternoon, you have a very high chance of seeing the bears at all times. Yep. Um, the August, I don't even know if August, oh, about 5th, 4th, I don't remember when uh, I took my one friend out and we had to, went for the hunt in the beginning, um, but... We saw bears in the morning, and we saw bears in the evening. He shot his bear first thing in the morning, um, <laughs> and then later on, I went out for mine, and uh, I shot both of mine in the evening. Really? You know, it, it was just a con—this beginning of fall has been the best fall season for bear I've seen yeah. um, just because there's so many of them now. I'll tell
0: you, the, the first—and like, and, and you hit it right on. The first two weeks of August for bear are my favorite two weeks the whole year to hunt bear. That that bear right there, uh, opening day uh, a few years ago, and I had that thing down at 7:30 in the morning. I mean, yeah, it was like I knew, and I was waiting for it. i had seen it the day before season opened, and I was there right at daylight, and then boom, done. I mean, it was pretty quick, and uh, that's before I really knew much about bears but that's what got me into bear hunting is yeah that, is that bear? and,
1: and that's bear. another that's another thing i like how you brought that up is bears same thing or creature habit uh-huh. so if you spot a bear in a unit majority of the time they're going to be in that unit that's mm-hmm. their residential unit mm-hmm. um and you know you can go back there and, and that's sometimes if you don't feel if you're trophy hunting bears for say or you want to get a boar or you get a sow and uh, you're like, okay, well, this is an evening. He came out too late. I wasn't able to, you know, see, make sure if he was big or whatever the case may be, go back the next evening. Mm-hmm. I guarantee he's going to come right back to the same spot. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least in that same unit. It happens all the time. Um, you know, if the, he's using that unit, there's probably other bears, or
0: especially if it's a sow, there's probably other bears in there yep. using that unit. And
1: then once you get towards the end of bear season, mm-hmm. if you have a sow and cubs, there's going to be a pretty good chance of boars going to come in there because those boars will come in try to kill those cubs, mm. so it puts that sow back into heat, yep. and yep. they'll try to breed that sow again. Yeah, bears don't do that; they're Disney animals. Uh, yeah, they're kind, <laughs> and I know I uh, people say that. So my my my
0: strategies uh, change a little bit different. I hunt them a little harder. <coughs> Excuse me. I hunt them a little harder. I hunt them throughout the day like you do, because um, you can really your odds go up. If you're out in the woods, you're you have really good odds. You're beating all the bow hunters uh, that are out scouting those first two weeks. Yep. you're gonna you're only gonna get more traffic going in later to August. You really have the woods to yourself. I don't see anybody else out there hunting bears uh, oh, August one. No, I don't. Y-
1: it, the ones that you do are like legit diehard bear <laughs> hunters like you and I yeah, out there driving I, around looking. It's fun because all my
0: spots are empty. You know, no one's there, mm-hmm. and I use those. Two to three weeks leading into season to really figure out what bucks am I going to go after, what bulls am I going to go after, what they're doing. Uh, the bull, or the bow, or the uh, the buck on the stairwell, the, yeah, uh, the velvet one. Yep, I knew he was there, and I went and I had my tag filled within the first hour of opening day last year. Yeah, I mean that's from bear hunting.
1: Yep, knew exactly where they were. Yeah,
0: I I walked within you know seventy yards of them, and then I put the glass on them I'm like, there you are you know, right
1: back in the same spot done.
0: Yeah, it was done. It was, it was, it was great. It worked out minus him going all the way down to the bottom of the, and falling over a cliff. And then I fell over the cliff, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) minor details, minor details. And then I, yeah, it was, it was a very horrible pack, but it was worth it. I mean, it's always worth it. I
1: mean, you can laugh about it now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I shredded my, my, uh, First light pants to pieces, man. They they did not hold up on that. But I fell down like a fifteen foot embankment, like sliding and rolling, and it was hardcore. Uh, but I killed that buck because I hunted bears. Yeah,
1: that's and that Period. was and that's how bear hunting ties into everything throughout the year. <laughs> it you does. know, like we've talked about in previous things is, yep. you know, you go out there, you got your scouting, you you can check on your elk, your deer, you know, really analyze the situation. Yeah, and. Uh, You know, and for some guys that don't scout and they go out there to an area and they may hunt there for a week or two weekends or whatever the case may be and they don't see any animals, they're going to assume, you know, there's just not anything here now. Mm -hmm. Well, when we're out here hunting spring bear and we're seeing all these big old bucks, these big bulls, all these elk, you know, and we go through maybe a dry spill. We know it's a dry spill, and we're going to turn these things up sooner or later because they are here, right? Not just because we're out there dinking around and says, "Wow, this place is terrible. We haven't seen anything." Right. We know those animals are in there somewhere. Right. And I
0: found plenty of good spots I didn't even know about through hunting bears and just little units that I didn't even know existed. And I'm just driving around, driving around, taking roads I don't usually take. Yep. And oh wow, this is awesome. You know, I know. It's it's. If you want to be good at elk and, and deer hunting, be- hunt bears. <laughs> yep, yeah, <laughs> you know. pretty
1: much. You know, it's and there's a a lot of spots where you know I have shot bears where there's a reason why nobody else hunts there. And then once <laughs> I shoot that, I kind of tell myself, God, this is why nobody why hunts I here. Yeah, yeah, why did I shoot this there? But it's all about the experience. You know, you you can laugh about all that stuff now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just think of it as a, another time to get out in the woods and spend time with your friends and family. Yeah. And you know, nothing beats it.
0: No, and so let's get back to uh, fall strategies. Uh, you got the berries of yep. blooming. Uh, you've got trees budding. You've got all sorts of great things happening. Lots of growth. Um, those things, the bears are going to be a little bit more uh, travelly. Yeah, uh, their feet are nice and strong. They got they got great pads going on. Um, I've always heard earlier in the season they don't travel a lot because their feet are pretty tender. Because they haven't been on them. Yep. Um. But I I think they cover more ground. If they do find a good patch of feed, they're gonna like you said, they're gonna be there. Um. Like if they find a big blackberry patch, you'll just see tunnels going through that blackberry patch, like a gopher through the ground.
1: And and that's it. I like how you say that because, um. I I know you love to to bear hunt with a bow. Mm-hmm. I think you'll have a better chance to you know. Granted, that's the only time I've shot bears with the bows during the fall. Mm. is because. You have so many logging roads, so many spur roads, so many places that, let's say, like, like go through a bottom of a unit or, or go through a patch of timber that has tons uh-huh. of – because it's Oregon. There's blackberries everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, just walking down those spur roads, you have a very high chance of stumbling across a bear, um, especially, you know, you know, not trying to hurt guys on the coast range and, and give up their <laughs> spots, but there's a lot of bears on the coast. And when I've hunted right. down there before in archery season – it, it seems about at least once every other day, I would bump into a bear, you know, just walking a, one of those skid roads through a, a timber patch or a bottom of a unit that had water and blackberries. Yeah. Because they're out moving. They're out eating.
0: Yeah. and Like you said, there's lots of berries. I mean, you have a lot of food sources and isolated areas where um, if you really focus on these berry patches, I mean, if I find berries, I will sit there for a while more, you know, I'll give them more attention. Obviously, if you have a bear that's using it, you're going to see it, the, yeah. the tunnels going through there. Um, but berry patches are really great. Um, but I'm still hunting pretty much the same stuff. I'm hunting all the units. Yep. But I'm focusing more effort on the ones with the berries. So I give those, I give them a little bit more time. But I'm still hunting the dead units. Yep. I'm still hunting the reprod units. Uh, reprod units were really great for us. Um uh, last last year, there was a lot of bears in the reprod.
1: I I see I see a lot more in the reprod. Same here during the fall. Really? Yep. Mm. Yeah. It's because they have. It seems like there's a lot of green, and they still have those black bears growing. Them. The dead mm. ones. The reason why is because with dead, they're just logged. It's all like you know. It's dead. It's yeah. all a dead unit. The ones that have that taller reprod, they've already had a chance for blackberries and feed to establish, yeah. so they're already there. So I think they just, you know, kind of transition their way over um, to the feed. They, like you said, they just follow the yeah. food. Well, if you get in these, you know, fifteen to
0: twenty foot tall reprod units and you walk actually walk through them, it's amazing how many bear turds you see and how green it oh, is. Oh, absolutely. Because there's no light really getting in there. It's so thick. I mean, not that I would hunt a bear like that and walking through the reprod, but, um, it is like when I shot that bull this year, it was in some super thick stuff, bear crap everywhere. Yep. And it was so green. Yeah. You would have thought it was spring.
1: And I, and I guarantee you, you want to, if you would have went back to that carcass that next day, mm-hmm. it would have been gone. Probably. Yep. Yeah. That when I shot that, uh, black till, uh, that was it Monday of opening week. Um, I went back that next day and, uh, it was just right on a perfect little cut line, hmm. um, and there's tons of bear sign right at the bottom of that. Uh-huh. That thing was gone. Really? Yep. One one evening.
0: That's crazy. Yep.
1: Had that sucker already drug off. Huh. I've heard it is
0: illegal to hunt over a carcass that you killed.
1: I believe. Yeah. I think they run that just as bait. Yeah. Um, you can't hunt over it, but I think you have to be. Was it like a half a mile or something I'm away? Not from. sure.
0: But if you naturally find one, that's okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I always, I always honestly, if I, you know, because how many pe- how many bears are shot over gut piles in rifle season? Of people driving around, you never know. You never know. It happens. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> you didn't know it was eating uh, a gut pile. No, honestly, I think that happens quite often in rifle season. But so you've got, you know, you got your your fall, and and that goes till the end of the year, and a lot of popular places are lot gates. Guys like to hide behind lot gates. Um, lots of guys like to. Get out, you know, get out and get after it more. Um, But honestly, I think covering ground and getting, you know, trying to get away from people because the tough part for where I hunt is there's a lot of traffic. There's a lot of people. It's getting popular. It's general season tags. So, like we said, take that first two, three weeks and use that more than the rest of the season because as soon as bow season starts, it does get harder. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, it does. People are pounding every unit known to man. I mean, they really are. So, is there anything else on, on the bears? I mean, that's that's really about all I had on bears. I mean, um, shoot them right. Yeah. Find the sign. Hunt everything. <laughs> hunt all. Yeah. The, hunt all the units, man. I mean this this south slope. Um, no roads in the bottom. It, it's just so. Beaten and and downtrodden, and it just annoys me now. It's I know I like oh, followed that. To I think
1: a I think you know, and this is not dissing on any of those guys. You know that that say that. Um, it's just I think it's just so well used, and yeah. it's just the normal terminology that bear hunters, you
0: know, go by.
1: Yeah, you know, and that's that's kind of I feel that the, those guys. That's that's what they know and they hunt it and yeah they they probably are on south slopes and yeah granted there's if there's a unit in the bottom with no roads there's gonna be bears yeah but that's not the only place where there's bears you know bears live where bears want to live yeah you know and and that's gonna be where wherever they are right you know if there's if there's good feed if there's you know cover around it doesn't matter if there's three roads driving through the unit right you know you're gonna see a bear where you're gonna see a bear. The farthest that bear could live away
0: from a road, unless it went like a quarter mile or half a mile, was probably 200 yards. Yeah, that bear lived around roads. Yep. So.
1: Yeah, it's the a couple of the ones I put a couple of videos on uh, my Instagram this year that spring bear of uh, spring bear hunting, and uh, there was I know there was four bears, at least four or five bears in one unit that was about 50 yards from an active logging site that was – there was guys <laughs> running shovels. Really? Yep, and those bears were coming out while they were actively logging.
0: Oh, I believe it. You know, I got loggers that have uh, gas cans that get eaten. Yeah. You know, they you know it, that polyurethane stuff. Yeah, bears <laughs> – Bar oil.
1: You don't have to go, you know, 20 yeah. miles into a spot with no roads to find you a You don't.
0: You know, you'll probably – maybe you'll find bigger bears back there. I don't know. <laughs> but – you know, the average bear where we hunt, they don't they don't make it very long. You know, a 200-pound bear is is a good bear where we hunt. Yeah. But you start getting into these more isolated areas and maybe start walking behind gates. And granted, you know, there's still bears that are 350 pounds that you can still shoot off of a pavement landing. I mean, they're still there. Yep. But I, I do think if you put in a little bit more effort, that's when you're going to start finding a little bit bigger bears. Get away from those more popular spots. And still find units, that can be pretty tough.
1: Yep, the higher the higher end uh, you know, parts where you're going, like up towards the high country or stuff mm-hmm. like that, is uh that's where I, I've shot a couple a couple of my really good bears and my brother's bear this last year mm-hmm. was re- literally on the snow line. Really? Yeah, and they have the best hide huh. that I've ever seen. Very thick winter coats during that spring season. That's cool. Yep. And there's a lot of area that we can't actually access because there's too much snow drifts. Really? Yep. Dil- my brother's bear, Dylan, uh, that I took out, you know, we, little Dylan, and I had to freaking, you know, have my <laughs> forerunner freaking tacked just to get through the snow drift to get up to where I could get a chance to pack that bear down. Really? Yep.
0: That's funny you say that because this year we couldn't access our bear hunting area for like the first three weeks of season. Yep. It was like frustrating because you knew... There was snow drifts that were blocking you, but you knew the unit that you were going to wouldn't probably have Yeah, it would be freaking snow. just money. Yeah. It was so frustrating. It was like, man, I'm not going to walk five miles back there, but I know there's bears there. Yeah. <laughs> so... Well, uh, that's, that's it for my, my uh, closing thoughts. Do you have anything on your end?
1: Nope. That's pretty much uh,
0: all we do for bears, get out there, have fun, and uh, it is. check out the area. Yeah. So that's kind of a wham-bam, thank you, ma'am episode. I mean, it already went an hour, but that's really all it is for Oregon bear. Uh, that is pretty usable for bears, black bears, from what I've heard, not just in Oregon, Idaho, wherever. I mean, we're relying heavily, very heavily on logging units. Uh, both of us
1: yep absolutely
0: and so if you're in a state where they don't have logging this may not be very applicable (laughs) maybe find a new tactic (laughs) yeah (laughs) so but uh well thanks for coming back onto the show man really appreciate it um you know it's it's pushing it's probably pushing midnight It's getting pretty close. I have no idea. 11-26. So we both got to work tomorrow. So let's wrap this thing up.
1: Sounds good. All right. So thanks for having me on here, man. It's been a blast. It's
0: been a good one. We'll have you on again sometime soon. And thanks, everybody, for listening. I'll see you on the next one. Bye. All right, guys. That's this week's episode of the podcast. Thank you, Derek, for coming back onto the show, and thank you for listening through the whole thing. And if you get a chance, guys, be sure to leave a five-star review on iTunes. It's so simple, so easy, so fast, and it gets you entered if you leave a comment with the review. And it really does help the podcast grow. How by by making it more discoverable. So when folks are learning about new podcasts, or if it has um, a podcast that they listen to, it'll put us in the suggested podcasts. It really does make a big difference. So if you like the podcast, you want to continue to see it grow. Um, you know that's that's the number one thing you can do is spread spread the word leave us for five star reviews with comments and then also you're doing yourself a favor because you're going to get yourself entered in some of these cool giveaways that i do and as always guys if you want to follow me on instagram see pictures of what we're talking about i i really try and correlate uh on the inst- on on instagram what i talk about with the podcast and then also on youtube transfer transfer transfers over onto the instagram so uh that's at on point with Garrett Weaver is how you find me on Instagram. And then of course on YouTube, just type in my name, Garrett Weaver. I'll pull right up and I've got a ton of videos on there. Be sure to go check it out, especially if you're an archery guy. So, all right guys, that's all I have for today. I will see you on the next one. Bye.